Ejecto Cito Cuts! Ejecto Cito Cuts! Welcome back. It is episode five of the Fifth and Dribble podcast. You are here with your boy Matty B and your boy Locke. We just keep turning up. We keep turning up and uh, we're very grateful that others keep turning up to listen because if uh, they weren't turning up to listen, we wouldn't turn up. To, actually, we would turn up we, to do we it. Would this turn is a lot up. of fun. We, we, we are doing absolutely nothing else, are we? Yeah. We would turn up. Yeah, this is great. Uh, I've been, uh, I've been really enjoying this. How, how are, you, are you? Are you loving it? You liking the it's medium? It's good. I'm loving it. It's good vibe. I feel like we're hitting our straps, doing all right. Yeah, yeah, we're doing well. Um, if you guys have any feedback, feel free to hit us up uh, on the on Instagram and on the Twitters. But please um, know at... I am a crier, so be kind. <laughs> make him cry. I want to see that. I I can obviously see the account as well, so make him cry, please. Um, so that's at Fifth and Dribble, obviously. Um, and we've also got our anchor.fm page where you can leave a voice memo to be put in the podcast that is anchor.fm slash fifth and dribble um now that we've plugged all we've got to plug it's the preview show this i must admit this is my favorite show the preview show um i love i love going over what we expect to see and then coming back to the review show and being wrong about everything it's perfect we're normally wrong but i was not wrong about the case bet no, yeah, okay. You went wrong with fucking let it go, all right? <laughs> let it go. It's been paid, okay? It Relax. has been paid. It has been paid. Let's move along. <sighs> all right, all right. Well, <laughs> let's get into it. Do you have anything that you want to plug? Or no, you I think, think you've plugged everything that needs plugging, my friend. Wait, you know me. I'm all about plugging holes. I know you are. You plug uh, any hole in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Um, first, order of business. Curtis Scott. Uh He's rumoured to be moving to Western Australia. He's going to the Tigers, apparently. No, I think he'd be a good fit out there in Perth with the Tigers. Um, yep. He seems seems like the type of centre that they would kind of kind of sign. Struggling, but plenty of natural talent. Think Jimmy the Jet and Joey Leilua. Yeah, what a long term there. Like they just keep signing wing players. I think I think they're going to get rid of the Jet and Joey. Joey, from what I've heard, has already pretty much been told. You know, adios. Don't come back. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy actually looked alright on the wing. I I wouldn't mind a permanent shift out wide as a backup winger. Um, but then you're getting rid of either Ken Mamalo or. Um, David Norfoluma. Yeah, I mean, he's all right as the third winger. If someone goes down, he's all right as that depth. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Curtis Scott. To me, if you were to have a picture of a prototypical football player, mm. Curtis Scott would be that guy. Yeah, right. Like, you could look at him, and I think everybody that ever looked at him would think, that guy plays league. <laughs> he just looks like a leaguey, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he and does. He, I think yeah. he looks too much of a leaguey to be on the bricks. Yeah, he's got the... Uh... He's got the tats and the he's stash a, to, to go with it, eh? He's a, yeah, he's only young too. I think he's only 23, 24. I mean, that's mm. still plenty of time. He's been around for such a long time. He was part of that 2017 uh, Melbourne Storm team that won the comp, and he was he was a schoolboy star before that. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, but well, I mean, it's an okay move. It doesn't really move the needle. I mean, it sounds yeah. about right for the Tigers. I hope he comes out and plays well, but I mean, yeah, I, I don't think he will. Hmm. Um. More minor news out of the Tigers. I saw um, over the last couple of days, Madge has really been like pleading to the front office, 
leave me here, but trust the process, believe in us. Um, but, you know, you can only finish ninth or lower so many times. Stockholm syndrome is real. <laughs> <laughs> like, mate, if he were, I, I know we took a pretty firm anti-kidnapping stance in our earlier yeah. show, but this is why. <laughs> Stockholm syndrome is real. Format prayer to get the chairs there, mate. I would be out the door. Yeah. I would 100%. be getting that payout and I would be gone. Yeah. Uh, well, segue into payouts and being gone. Uh, after Adam Elliott's been released, uh, John Asiata has filled his contract space basically um, and signed for the Bulldogs. Um, what do you reckon? Does it make him? Does it make him look any better? Let me just before you answer that. Let me just read you their potential forward pack for next year. So they've got Luke Thompson, TPJ, uh, Raymond Fatala Mariner, Josh Jackson, Jack Hetherington, Corey Waddell, and Jackson Topine. 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 Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I don't have my uh, uh, what are they called in the dictionary? The where they're hyphened and they're spaced out. Whatever. They're, they're, they're those those things. <laughs> I don't know. Some, someone someone add at me what the, what they're called. This, this um, is the English teacher out of the two, by the way, guys. Yes, yeah, I'm not an English teacher. That's that's fine. I, do, <laughs> I podcast. Um, so what do you reckon, John Asiara? Uh, um, I mean, I, I like. I mean, I like it. If if it's not a lot of money, I like it. I think John Asiata, everybody sees him and everybody thinks, holy shit, we can make this guy a giant ball-playing middle. Mm. But he just, he hasn't been able to do that for a long period of time. Mm. He can do it. He can throw a couple nice short balls. He can look dangerous on the line. Um, Mm. You can't play him out on an edge. He doesn't have that lateral movement to kind of be able to tackle anyone out there yeah. but he can play in the middle I think coming off the bench he's always good as a 17 he's yeah. kind of a break glass in case of emergency in the halves there mm. um, I mean it's alright there's worse players to sign but I think I think John Asiata is probably a good barometer in the league for if you're better than John Asiata you're a good player and if yeah. you're worse you're a bad player yeah, that's yeah, kind that's of how fair. I feel about John Asiata and I, I, he'll keep getting contracts and if this is a small deal it's good for depth for them Mm, yeah, 100%. I mean, I've got a little soft spot for him because he came on last year and won a couple of games for my Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's done that the last couple of years. He just is, as you said, he's a great depth guy. He's a great um, bench asset. Mm. Um, I don't know if he will... I mean, I think his best position is lock. I don't think he'll ever start uh, unless it's Mm-mm. for one of those bottom eight teams like the Western Australian Tigers or someone like that that just needs a little bit of creativity up the middle and haven't found their identity but um, yeah I don't really think it moves the needle all that much for the dogs they've got such a good um, forward pack that you've seen from their um, from their growth this year and then they're also adding TPJ mm. like you know there's there's not much further that you can go I think that their issues lie more in their spine and their and their fluidity through there yeah I, I agree I do think touching on their forward pack though I honestly believe Luke Thompson could be at a level of a Fisher Harris of an mm. AFB of just an yeah. absolute lead by example front rower who is a premier forward in the competition yeah. I think he's so good and I think you saw it in the back end of the season when they stopped kind of giving him that role of just run it straight and run it hard and be secure and hold the ball when he wasn't mm. suspended when he could kind of move the ball around a little bit link up with the other forwards he looks unbelievable and I think he might start at lock next year um, mm-hmm. just depending on their front row stock they probably need another front rower Mm. Um, I'd like to see TPJ on an edge and Luke Thompson that lock, but obviously with Jack Hetherington suspension issues, you need front row cover. And I yeah. think that's where probably Luke Thompson comes in. 
But anyway, yeah. 8, 10 or 13, he's the guy for them. And I, I would seriously consider, like their captain's Josh Jackson now. I think after Josh Jackson, you really got to consider a guy like Luke Thompson possibly being your captain. Yeah, 100%. I think that highly 100%. of him, yeah. That would, uh, that's a pretty big job. And uh, speaking of big jobs, Billy Slater, he turned down a three-year contract offer to um, take over the Maroons. Uh, what do you make of this? I said it when we talked about Slater and the Queensland job last time. I think Wayno will do it. Yeah. I think Wayno will do it. This, I think what's really kind of spooked Wayno a little bit is the amount of time it's taken to name this next Brisbane team or South East Queensland team, whatever you want to call it. I think he was expecting going to have his future a bit more sorted at the pointy end of this year. Yep. um, And kind of know where he's going next year. And I I think even if they were to announce the Queensland team tomorrow... Mm. Um, I mean, they should name it on grand final day at the fucking Suncorp Stadium. That's what they should yeah, do. That, they won't, cool. but they, they should have named it at Magic Round, but they didn't, so they should name it at grand final, but they won't because it's the NRL. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think Wayno will take it, and I think Slater will end up there on the coaching staff. Yeah, oh, he'll definitely I, end up on the coaching staff, but I don't know if he... Like, he just won't be the top guy. Yeah, but I think that's fine. I think, he, to me, out of those big three, Slater's always seemed to be all right with not being... The guy. Like being the guy, like when he had obviously, yeah. when they had Inglis and they had Cronk and Smith, he's always kind of deferred to those two, which yeah. is a great, a great asset to have as a teammate. And I think that's what he's doing here. Yeah, he's probably. kind of he's kind of saying, Wayno, you take this, I'll learn from you for a year, and then hopefully he'll have the, or hopefully not as New South Welshman, he'll have the experience to um take him over the next year. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I'm just looking for the article where I got the uh, the information from. But probably pulled it out of your ass, mate. Yeah, look, probably. Uh, it's just one of those things that came to me came to me in the middle of the night. Uh, but yeah, it's got here that uh, Meninga's actually out of the equation. Mm. Oh, hello. Yeah, Meninga's at, Meninga is out of the equation and uh, Wayno is looking to be the guy that'll that'll do it. But I think you're right. Like we said with the with Team USA, it's like Popovich and Kerr situation. You know, mm. Wayno come in and, and stem the tide after everything that's happened with New South Wales over the last couple of years. Um, and um, then Billy to take over from there. I think I think Meninga being out, he makes a couple hundred K coaching the Kangaroos and haven't played a game in two years. Yeah. I fucking wouldn't take a new job either, mate. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's on the he's on the development for the Titans as well. Yeah, makes man, he's doing all right. He's got, he's got plenty of those big sausage fingers in plenty of those pies now. He knows what he's up to. But I saw a clip of him the other day. He had burners, man. Holy mate, shit. he was like, yeah, I don't even know. Like, there's no one really comparatively now. I mean, obviously, like English yeah. is the one, but he was thicker than English. He was like, yeah, I don't really and know. Bigger. Like, he's just so much he, bigger. He probably nowadays would be a dynamic back rower now. I reckon. I don't yeah, think they would have shifted him to the centre. He would be a kick out kind yeah. of player, I think, or or a yeah, DJ with way, a little bit more just speed. Way more leg speed. Yeah, just way. Yeah, I think that's where he probably would have gone. Now, I always think that. I'm like, I don't mm. think he would be a centre, or they would play him as the world's biggest fullback. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? I think so. Could you imagine? Now, um, we're only going to briefly touch on this because we'll go over it more um, when it comes to time for the uh, Roosters Manly preview. But um, Takeaho is out this week with a calf strain. And um, as predicted, Verrills um, is out this week and next after his high hit on Brian Kelly. Um, do you reckon the broken nose put that over the edge? Yeah, the NRL seems to have this... Cr- and the, it's not just the NRL, it's the MCR and the Match Review Committee. Mm. Um, it's kind of like... Isn't that what MCR stands for, you're MRC. Uh, but I said right, it wrong, okay. so I specified. 
um, they, they always have this thing where it's like the injury, the severity of the injury is always the severity, like yeah, impacts the severity yeah. of the punishment when it yeah, shouldn't it's a bit be. Of a do the crime, do the time. Yeah, kind exactly. Of thing. Whereas guys yeah. like, oh, it wasn't that bad of a tackle. The guy didn't get hurt, but it's yeah, just because no one was maimed when he tried to maim them. Yeah. Like maybe get better at maiming. Like I feel like you should be punished if yeah. you hit someone high and late with a shoulder. You should get longer. Yeah, be a little bitch. 100%. Hurt him. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> like if Joey Manu got up and was fine, didn't have that injury, Latrell should be gone for a season. If you don't yeah. hurt him like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, I think I think two weeks is a bit stiff for Sammy. Um, I yeah, do think I, I, it's a weird time of year as well because mm. I mean they may not make it out of, and I mean we'll touch on it but they may not make it out of this week so then he's got to serve another week next year yeah you know? he's going to be he'll probably miss the first week and 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 I think he's a good player Sam Verrills he just has some trouble with injuries and suspensions and stuff and I think that's mm. where I've heard that's where the Roosters are looking to upgrade as well the number nine going forward yeah. they've obviously got Cordner and Friend and both Morris's uh, money Mm, yeah. So I think number nine, from what I hear, is where they're looking to upgrade. So those Morris brothers weren't making a lot of money. They weren't but making I think, a lot of money, but I think even between it, them, they're making like 350k. Yeah, but that's still money you could throw at so top up someone, yeah. and yeah, you, you yeah. kind of do do with that. Um, it's always money mm. in the sombrero, mate. There is always money in the sombrero. There's always and money a in the few, sombrero. A few teams are getting um, lighter. Mm, um, they are. It's so that time of year. It is that time of year. So the Knights, Titans, and Dragons have all come out and said um, who they're letting go, basically, um, or who has moved on, and they've thanked them for their for their time at those respective clubs. So we'll go uh, one at a time, obviously, and I just want to get your thoughts on them. So Josh King, he signed to Melbourne for two years from the Knights. Um, Connor Watson, obviously, is going to the Roosters. Um, Gahamet Shibusaki and Blake Green, obviously, moving on as well. Um, but interestingly, um, guys that weren't mentioned but don't have contracts for next year are Phoenix Crossland, Tex Hoy, Edric Lee, and Anari Tuala. Do you do you make anything of that or, or the guys leaving? I think Tuala probably stays. He's mm. looked he's looked good the last few weeks. He looks like he's really yeah. nailed down that wing spot. And I know that yeah. it doesn't mean a lot looking at Connor Watson, but Tuala seems quite close to Ponga. Yeah. And I think I think that's always in the mind of teams, especially with a guy like Ponga, like it is in the NBA. If they're friends mm. and they're close and they get along and it's good for chemistry, you kind of want to keep them. Yeah, exactly. I think Tuala yeah. will sort out a deal. I can't imagine Hoy going anywhere. Um, he's, a, he's a Newcastle boy through and through. I don't mm. know if many teams would actually, like take him to be honest I mean teams yeah. would because he's young and he's got a little bit of potential but he hasn't impressed me a whole lot mm, yeah um, I'm, um, not, I'm not quite a hoi boy yet. Year, but he knows how to dive over yeah no he has he has I mean and Edric Lee we haven't seen play I don't know what he's doing with Edric mm. his legs are too long he can't get out on the field mate I know that I know that pain yeah. No, you don't. You're short. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Short <laughs> um, I reckon Phoenix Crossland still picks up a contract, though. Yeah. Um, it does yeah. look like Mitch Pierce is probably on the way out, even though Matty Johns and, and it seems Andrew Johns as well both want him to stay. Mm. Um, but it does seem like he's on the way out because rumors have been emerging that Pong is probably going to move to the halves. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like, yeah, Pierce is done. As we said, possibly Tiger Town, possibly to the Raiders. Uh, another half that we'll get to later has been linked to the Raiders as well but um, yeah that would that would make me think that Crossland gets a job again and, and possibly secures that number 14 
Yeah, I mean, Pierce is always going to be in and out of rumours to here and there. And I think I think the Ponga... De, what did you think of the Ponga to Six experiment? I think it was last year or the year before? I thought it was good. I agree with you that it needed uh, mm. more time. Um, I'm super intrigued to see if they end up doing this, like, Darren Lockyer-esque um, Tedesco to Six, or, <laughs> or even if they push Manu to the Six at the Roosters, um, mm. because obviously they've got a lot of talent come up. I mean, Suwali's going to be fantastic when he decides to actually play some football. Um, After but, he finishes his HSC, mate. But, yeah, I... I liked the idea of Ponga, and I mean, obviously he can pass the ball. Mm. Uh, he's he's obvi- he's proved that um, he's got a really like really good touch all around the field, um, and the idea of having him as a as a running six is really really interesting. However, um, if he's your six, Jake Clifford can't be your seven. Um, you need to bring somebody back with the experience like Pierce. I don't think Clune, Clifford, or Crossland could be your seven. Um, I liked the idea when Blake Green was there as well because that's another guy. That's another um, uh, older guy is the wrong term, but older guy, like more experienced you mean guy. Old as hell that's, guy. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's like Mitch Pierce. That um, when when times get tough, they can stem the tide, kind of thing. Hmm. So uh, I was a little bit surprised um, when we landed someone like Chad Townsend because he looks to be the next man up in that kind of in that I'm kind sure of you'd mold. be happy to give him up, wouldn't you? Yeah, look, I would. Yeah. I would. Um, maybe not at the maybe not to have Tom Dearden run the seven all year, but um, but no, but you you know what I mean, like that yeah. kind of guy that that can yeah. that slow the game down when Ponga gets you know yeah, on those I, light feet too much. I, I agree. I think I think the Ponga we we mainly agree on this one anyway. Um, like the Ponga to six thing, it should have been longer. Six games wasn't enough. Mm. It wasn't yeah, enough. And my whole thing is like I get moving Brumo and we're going to touch on the Titans I get moving Brumo to six because you've mm. got the you've got a possible superstar in the wings there who wants to play fullback oh, yeah. you don't yeah. have any like from what I've heard when they move him to six they're going to use Bailey Hodgson mm. as a fullback I believe he's yep. the cousin of Josh Hodgson yeah, right. um, young guy he's only a teenager out of England um, didn't have a, hasn't had a huge English career mm-hmm. um, they seem to rate him and I assume he's going to go into fullback or maybe they use Tex Hoy and try and develop that yeah. but I think unless you've got someone really pushing Ponger out of the way there's not a lot to do it as you say but if Miss, Mitch Pierce goes Clifford and Ponga halves excites me more than any of those other guys and Clifford. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, it does, it does excite me more. I mean, Clifford obviously has the most experience when it comes mm. to those three names. Mm. Um, but, and, and, and Ponga's big thing is that he... He's living that like early LeBron life where he disappears in the big moments mm. of the game. Um, so having him at the six, I mean, it's harder for him to disappear. Mm. But I just don't see how... Like, I'm trying to think of the greats of the game right now in, in Munster and, and Cody Walker. It, he just doesn't have that sort of electricity and impact from that middle's position, I don't think. Yeah. And, and, it, and it could possibly be a byproduct of us not seeing it just yet. Yeah. But it, I think it also is predicated on the fact that he's a fullback. <laughs> there, there are there are times where he where he's on, and there was times this weekend, um, even though they lost, where he looks like he's a top-tier fullback, which he is, but mm. he looks like he could push Teddy and Turbo and Pap in yeah. that discussion. There are times yeah. he looks unbelievable. And if he can do that at six, he's going to have more influence. Mm. If he goes looking for the ball and he plays both sides of the field and he is, quote-unquote, the dominant half without being, you know, the playmaker and the general out there, that's what mm-hmm. I'd like to see. But, I mean, they could just be saying this, move him there two games and then push him back. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, moving on to the Titans. Um 
Obviously, Ash Taylor's not coming back. They came out earlier in the week saying Tyrone Peachy's not coming back, and he's potentially been linked to the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, Mitch Rain, Jai Whitbread, Sam Stone, and Jonas Pearson also not coming back. What are your thoughts? Uh, it's quite top-heavy, this list, with obviously Ash Taylor and Tyrone Peachy. Yeah. Um, I mean, Tyrone Peachy, we've heard to the Raiders. I've heard him back to the foot of the mountains, possibly, to take that Tyrone May 14 role. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I don't mind. I like him more than Tyrone May. Mm. Um, I think Tyrone. But how many? How many years has Peachy got left? Really? Yeah, but I mean, like, I'd rather. I'd, I'm not sold on May particularly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. like, mm. um, and I mean, he is an interesting one, Tyrone Peachy. I think he's going to have a lot of offers. I think mm. somewhere we might end up seeing as a club we just touched on Newcastle because I think mm-hmm. he's going to be on less than what Connor Watson got, and I think yeah. they could get him to play a similar role. Yeah, and he could yeah, be a guy where if if Ponga is in the six, even though Peachy's not in the halves with him, he's still on mm. the field, and he's a guy that goes, "All right, give me the ball, I'm gonna try something." Mate, he's a good-looking thirteen. I love him at thirteen. Yeah, he's great thirteen. He's, he's really, great thirteen. Really great where he, I don't know if he can play. It depends on the matchup, I think, as well. Sometimes mm. he could start. Sometimes he's off the bench, and I think coaches need to kind of use that and not just say, mm-hmm. "You're our thirteen. You're gonna start." They need to go. This yeah. pack's pretty big. We're gonna get dominated early on. We need to kind of put some size out there bash him a little bit and then you come mm. on yeah um, Adam yeah, O'Brien doesn't seem like he's the coach to do that <laughs> Adam O'Brien doesn't seem like he's the coach to do a lot of things yeah he doesn't does he mate he doesn't mm. um, but yeah I mean he's going to be interesting one Peachy I think he's going to be quite popular Ash Taylor though I can't see him not being in, in the NRL I think if it was a non-COVID year England might genuinely be an option mm. I think but just because the added stress you have to go through to get there and the added hassle that it is, he might mm. just stay and take a short-term deal somewhere else here. Off the dome, what do you reckon about if he were to go somewhere like the Dogs where Birdo can kick the ball and, and you know run that six position? Because um, they're in need of a seven. Uh, it, it, it seems to be the only position that they didn't upgrade going into next year. Uh, and it may not necessarily be an upgrade, but you might get a Milford success story where he comes in on less money, has less responsibility because there's so many strike weapons mm-hmm. there and he just flourishes. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Ash Taylor. I think Ash Taylor anywhere on a little bit of money on a little deal is good. Yeah, I don't see him as being detrimental to your club. If mm. he's your superstar, he's your million-dollar guy, then sure, he's... You shit out of luck. Yeah. But if he's a guy who's your, as you said, he's competing for a half spot, he's not on a lot of money, I'm absolutely fine with that. Mm-hmm. There are some days he looks good. I know he's a confidence player. But if someone, I, it wouldn't surprise me if someone, yeah, like the Dogs, like the Raiders, come out and sign him on a one-year deal. Yeah. And they just kind yeah. of say, let's see what you got. And if he doesn't have the confidence and he doesn't have it, then, you know, 2023, you're looking for a new job, Chief. But yeah. And if he, if he can kind of turn that into some form and play a bit better without the pressure on him, then we'll see. Mm. Yeah, well, something that we, something that we won't see is a bunch of these names in uh, the red V next year. Uh, I mean, Dragons obviously made it sound like they were going to clean house heaps anyway, uh, but it came out officially over the last couple of days. I mean, Cam McInnes, we know he signed to the Sharks for mm-hmm. a few years. Uh, Matt Dufty, he was let go for um, their up and coming fullback. Uh, Storm and Corey Norman, uh, he doesn't have a job. <laughs> 
He doesn't have a job next <laughs> year as of yet. Um, I like Corey Norman. Leave him alone. Uh, Adam Clune, he's going to the Knights. Uh, Jordan Pereira, he's off to the Broncos. Uh, Cade Ellis, he's signed to Wigan for a couple of years, for a few years. Um, Gerard Beal's out of a job. Uh, Braden Williami, he's making the, the code switch over to Union. Um, Billy Bretain and older brother of Zach Lomax, Hayden Lomax. Is he the older one? Yeah, he's he's basically just played like development and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I thought he, he was. was I thought he was maybe younger and just kind of hanging around, but now he's older and hanging around. Yeah, now he's older and hanging well, I've, around. I've heard so, that. Yeah. I've heard that the other Lomax is possibly out the door too. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's St George. I wouldn't blame him. And being I've, I've out heard. The door. I've heard that um, he might be wearing more red and white, but a little bit more blue in there as well. Oh yes, I yeah, heard they right. are looking for a strike centre to partner. The rich get richer. They're looking for a strike partner to um, to play alongside Joseph Suwali and someone who can actually kick goals. Yeah, I was going to say, finally enough, they also need uh, someone that can kick goals. And Zach Lomax is quite good at kicking goals. He's quite good at kicking goals. He's quite a handsome man too, just so you know. Yeah, he is quite a handsome yeah. man. I yeah. love the. Uh, yeah, I, mean, uh, his... I love when he lets his beard grow in. Yeah. Oh man, that looks good. And his his missus Jess Surgis. If they have a kid together, that is going to be a rugby league god. <laughs> like, because she's good. Yeah, good. She's yeah, good. Right. Uh, but I All mean, right. Hook at the at the drags. I don't know what the fuck he's doing here. Like, yeah. The only ones that really are like, what is going on? Are the Cam McInnes and the Adam Clune one. I mean, we've touched on Adam Clune a little bit. I think as a as a third half or even as like a sometimes starter, he's really good. He's not exactly mm, yeah. young. He's in his mid twenties. I think that's a great pickup for the Knights. I think he can really develop there. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam McInnes though, that was letting him go is just crazy. He was the captain. Yeah. He was the heart, and he seems like such a um, such a hook player yeah like and just it seems crazy that let him go from a colleague yeah like it exactly. wasn't even like an upgrade it wasn't anything really there and Cam McKinnis playing at lock next year is going to be really interesting yeah that's going to be um, sick and I think we're going to see Brayley the Sharks Brayley I don't know what one it is I think it's Blake Brayley is the Sharks yeah, one Blake. Jaden's Blake the, the nice one yeah I think yeah. we're going to see Blake Brayley maybe not play 80 sometimes Cam McKinnis shift into lock and Fanukin in there uh, sorry Cam McKinnis shift into hooker and Fanukin at lock yeah, uh, it'll be yeah, it'll be very uh, Melbourne Storm esque what they've done this year. Yeah, no, I um, I think I wouldn't sh- I wouldn't be surprised if we saw um, one of them even come off the bench mm-hmm. uh, and Fanu can play the full eighty at lock. Yeah, um, or move to the front and, row or something. Yeah, I yeah. think I think Craig Fitzgibbon's gonna have a lot of toys to play with. That's gonna be an yep. interesting team next year. I, I already picked them to make the eight next year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, they got this close without any of those strike weapons. So you yeah. know, bringing all those guys in and hopefully McInnes, you know, his recovery. He's going quite well, and mm-hmm. uh, and he's ready to go, rearing. And I mean, for, uh, Matt, next year. Matt Dufty gone. I've never been a Matt Dufty guy. Dogs can have him. Like is. I don't mind Matt Dufty. I think, I think, I think, I think he think... offers a little bit of strike, like where when teams are down, like you know how you just need that guy, mm. a, a bit of an energy guy. I think mm. he's just a spark plug and a bit of an energy guy. He makes too many errors at the one, mm. but. Um, other than that, like I think, I mean, he he's obviously quick. He's electric. He he gets the heart pumping. As I said, he's just a prototypical spark plug guy. I don't know if he does any more years at the Dogs. If he does, I think it's going to be on less money than what he's on next year, and he's not on a lot next year. But um, yeah, I mean, I I can't see him 
falling out of the league by any I, means. I, I can. I can see him being 2024 um, or 2023 Man of Steel over there in the Super League. Man of Steel, yeah, I can right. see him with okay. a man. He's a Man of Steel guy. Those fast guys you can't defend but who are fuckload of tries, they're Man of Steel guys. Yeah, right. Um, I think I think next year at the Dogs, he's kind of going to get exposed. I don't think he finishes the year at fullback at the Dogs. Nah, that's my hot so take. I don't think. I think when we go into whatever the last round is, I mm. don't think Matt Dufty's there at fullback. Right. I think it's Aber- clip it and uh, send it to clip him. it, clip it, clip it, clip it and send it. Send it back to Lock. The end of next year. Uh, if Matt Dufty's playing the one, then uh, I was wrong. You're wrong. I'm not willing <laughs> to put a case bet on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my record is not good at that so far. But, um, but um, yeah, I but, don't yeah. think he will. I don't. I think it'll be Avarillo or it'll be maybe the Fox gets a run or it'll be something mm. crazy that goes on there. I don't think he plays the one. I think kind of get halfway through the year and people realize, oh, maybe it was. there's a reason they got rid of him. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, speaking maybe. of reasons to get rid of people, Corey Norman not having a job, that seems... Seems about like what you'd expect. What's the beef with Corey Norman? He's just, I don't know, man. He's just out here stealing a football player. He's he's, he's a a good football player, man. He gets the boys around the pack. He, you know, he's he has enough involvement every week. Like it's he's a. I've grown up with Corey Norman being on the field, man. It's one of those things. I tell you, Stockholm Syndrome's a bitch, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Too good. All right, well, we're just going to argue about this for hours, so let's move on. Um, I do like Jordan Pereira. How do you say it? Pereira? Yeah. Yep. To, um, to the Broncos. I like that. they got some depth out there. Signed Brenko Lee as well. Mm-hmm. They've got him. They've got, obviously, Tessie New. Um, my boy Selwyn Cobbo. Yeah, Katoni's still got to come back. Yep, Katoni. He's going to feel like a new signing when he comes back, Katoni. Yep. Corey Oates out there fighting for a wing spot. Um, I think they're going to have a great They're going to have great depth in that forward pack. And, I mean, Kate Ellis to Wigan. He's a very English player. He's probably going to play another 10 years there in England. Yeah, cool, um, Gerard Beal going money. back into retirement. Braden Williami the Union. Yeah, all right, cool. I don't even know who Billy Billy Britain is. Billy so. Britain. He came from the south. He came from south. I think he's a hooker or a half. I think he's yeah. He's been around for a while. I think he had a couple ACLs or a couple of knee things a few years ago and hasn't really like cracked on. I think someone will sign him as depth because mm-hmm. he's always he's been in a few systems and he can, he can kind of be there. But I think it's probably one of his last contracts coming up. Yeah, right. Okay, well, a man that is set to make much, much, much more money over his career, um, Tom Travojevic, he's come out and said that uh, he rates James Tedesco more than himself. Uh, Do you reckon this is just a modest touch or a little bit of mind games going into this week's game? Mate, have you seen that? Have you seen his mouth hang open when he thinks turbo? There's no mind games going on there, brother. <laughs> yeah, mate, he's, he switches off until it's time to score tries. But I think, yeah. I think to, what he's kind of saying is what I like is what I personally feel with it. Where Teddy's the better player, Turbo's just getting better form. Yeah, possibly. I think that's what it is. I mean, if, if Turbo comes out and does this again next year, then you know what? I'm willing to say that he's probably better than Teddy. Mm. And I mean, Teddy's been forced into a much different role this year, losing both playmakers. He's had mm. to kind of adapt his game a little bit. Whereas Turbo, and he's not a creator, and that's and, and that's that, been that, to his detriment. And, and that's definitely hurt him. I think next year you'll see when they have um, Sammy Walker and they have. Um, 
Luke Keary. Luke Keary back there in the halves, kind of setting stuff up. I think you'll see a lot more of what Teddy can do again, and people go, oh, yeah. fuck, that's right. He's actually, like, really good. Yeah. I don't think he's well, a I mean, captain, though. He's still a top three fullback. I mean, in I don't league, think he's. So. I think, yeah, he's top two. I think it'll be a long time before he drops out of that top three. Yeah. Like, he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll, be, able, he'll be able to stay just even playing bad. He's still in that top three. But, I mean, him trying to talk to the refs is difficult to watch, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's, he's also super polite with it, though. Like, yeah, he's just, he's just. He's like, oh, so could you just explain to me what, what I got wrong there? And then but then just, when he does go into bat, like, it's just like. Teddy, stop. Yeah, I think, right. I don't know. They need to sort out that, that captaincy thing. It'll probably be Kiri next year. I think, nah, I, I, think reckon, I reckon it stays as Tedesco. I don't know. It's got to be Crichton. I think Crichton's a future Australian New South Wales captain. Yeah, right. I, I think he's he's such like he seems like such a leader in the locker room from everything you see. Everyone seems to like mm. him. He's got a level head. Shit haircut though. Um, <laughs> but did you I'm, see the? Did you see his band came out and it was just all luscious locks? Oh, my old man was giving him a spray through the TV on. Uh, yeah, your old man's also a, an old head. It. He's 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 a crew cut man. He, he is he a crew cut man. He's, he's got haircut. the head shaved in quarantine. He's looking cue bally, buddy. I mean, he was yeah. out there giving Angus a spray. Oh, That's this it, is Mullen. this is footy. The cue ball. This is footy. You know, wear hair, long hair, rah rah rah. I'd be out there pulling it <laughs> in the scrum. I'd be this and that and oh days. Old man caught up. He also doesn't oh, think man. anyone runs hard enough. They're not running yeah, onto the ball. Of course he doesn't, because back in his day, everybody ran hard. Yeah, he's not run, they're not running onto the ball, but you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is well, I mean, Matty Cavallo ran onto the ball and he popped it straight up to Jared Wallace. So. <laughs> he did, right? Jared Wallace wasn't running <laughs> on the ball and look what happened to him, but you yeah. know. Um, and really, the only news to come out of Mad Monday, uh, Jordan, Ricky, and Flegs got into it. They, uh, they enjoyed a little bit of cuddles, apparently. Uh, we had a few beers and uh, someone said something and someone didn't like what someone said and just boom, boom, got onto it. <laughs> Number one, this is, the fir- this, is, this is the only thing that happened on Mad Monday so far. Yeah, so far. Yeah, true. Yes. Notorious true. Mad Monday is a still playing. Yeah. So we will have to see, see what happens. But um, it's just a couple, c- couple of hugs between boys. Yeah. That's all that's it is. It. Let the boys sometimes, cuddle. Sometimes let, you just got to land one on your mate's chin. Let the boys cuddle. You know, you have a little, you have a little swing and a little scrap, and you kiss and you make up and you move on. I don't, I don't see yeah. any news to this. I mean, they they tried to milk this the media, and then I think it was Jordan Ricky posted something on Instagram, like kind of diffusing the whole thing. And Flegler said it was nothing serious. It just is what it is. Like we've all been on a drink and been dickheads. Like yes, yes, yes we have. It happens. But yes, um, we yeah, have. I don't see anything with this. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, no, nah, it, it's uh, it's good. I mean, it's it's team bonding at the end of the day, right? It is, mate. It is. Yeah, it is. All right. All right, well, uh, getting to the, the games of the weekend, uh, there's only two. It's getting pretty sad out here. Um, mate, we've know, had to fill some time this body. Oh, we're, we're, on, we're, only on, we're only on two games or less for the rest of the season. It's, uh, it's, it's tough in these streets. But um, uh, the first game... Roosters versus the Manly Sea Eagles. Um, our fan poll vote had the Eagles taking this 54% to 46%. Uh, a little bit closer than I thought yeah. it would be. I think mm-hmm. I think a lot of people um, are starting to understand that the the Roosters are like actually still a good football team, um, even though even though Manly's been playing out of their skin clearly um, on the back of everything that Turbo's been doing. But how interesting! The two teams that are probably um, uh, not the not head scratches, but have had to claw and fight the most um, to make it somewhere good in the eight are now going up against each other. Yeah, and whoever wins gets a chance, 
goes to a prelim, you know, is one minute yeah. away from the grand final. And I mean, exactly. that fan poll is way closer than I thought it was going to be. But I'm impressed yeah. because I think it's going to be a pretty close game. Yeah, I reckon I, it's going to be pretty good. I think I think the Manly loss last week is still pretty fresh in everyone's mind about how they just got absolutely suffocated and stifled by the defense of Melbourne. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, that's I what's been keeping the Roosters in games. Yeah. Their defense. And I think yeah, as long as sure. they, they're going to they're gonna hope it probably like rains on Friday or somehow like a bit of a wet ground and they can slow it down. Because mm. if it's a fast, dry track, I don't give them much of a chance against Tommy Saab and um, Handsome Rubes. Yeah, but it's, it's a real like young guns versus like the yeah. old heads. Yeah. And mm. losing... Um, and losing barrels and Takiyaho yeah. is big. I mean... Yeah, massive. It's massive for them, massive. It just... It just... They're really down to some reserve-grade guys in that team. Um, but, yeah, they still keep fighting. I don't think they get it done. I think Manly scrape through... Not scrape through. I think they probably win 1-12 to 12 pretty comfortably. I think mm. the Roosters don't give up until the 80th minute. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they, they should be so proud of what they've done this game, the ability to, like, stay where they are and be, you know, week two of the finals. Mm, mm. Well, I mean, just cause, just cause, fuck, friend of the podcast, big dick. Oh, I want the Roosters to win. Why not? I mean, it would be a good fuck story. It. He's going to be angry. He's already, he's already he's already typing angry messages. I can hear him. Yeah, okay. I can hear him, <laughs> yeah, and I can get out hear the comment session, boy. Um, but um, yeah, I just think uh, I would I would love to see Josh Morris just milk this career as much as he can. I love seeing him out in the field. Um, but yeah, the way that the Roosters line up, I mean, they've they've obviously missing the the two two very big players in Verrills and uh, Tafiaho, but they've still got Tedesco at the one, Tupo and Ikavalu on the wing with Morris and my boy. That is your boy. AK You're loving a little bit of AK. Adam Kieran, I love him. I love him. He's good. Uh, they've also got um, the, the halves that have been doing it for them the last couple of weeks, Lock and Lamb and Drew Hutchinson. Um, JWH and Isaac Liu are in at the props. Um, they've obviously named Sam Verrills, but he's not going to be there. So it'll be Ben Marshkey in at the nine. Yeah, probably. Um, I'd say Ben Marshkey probably I'd plays. I'd say Ben. Um, Angus Crichton, Satili Tupanua, and Victor the Inflictor at 13. Uh, you've got the the young Skywalker, Sam Walker, uh, two butchers, Nat and Egan, and the Baker Fletcher on the bench. <laughs> and I, I, I think that... Um, I think that Lucky Lamb probably goes into number nine at some point when Walker comes on. Mm, uh, yeah, what, what, what do you think about the halves being switched, Lamb to six and Hutchison to seven? Do you think it really makes a difference, or he's just out here just doing stuff? Nah, not really. I think he's just out here just doing stuff. I think they're going to play similar roles as what they've played the last couple of weeks, where mm. Hutchinson's going to be running most of the kicking, um, and um, Lucky Lamb's going to be mostly on the on the on the feet. Mm. Um, I think it. I think Lock and Lamb personally is a bit better of a passer so throwing him out there with those boys on the left is going to help a little bit more mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, yeah I, I mean there's not much doing here really yeah I think they're going to go to that left edge a lot too with obviously Daniel Tupo and Morris there actually like the pairing that they started the year with on that edge and I think mm, you are yeah. right they're going to try and use that and I mean the left centers um, Angus Crichton's filled in that void cord in a role so that left mm. side still quite strong when you think about it yeah, really like Tupo, Jay 
was um, in Crichton. That's you yeah. know that's that's probably how they expected to start the year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do 100%. I do think you're right, and I think it probably gives them more flexibility for Walker. They can say like it's kind of a mental thing too. If he's out there in the halves with Hutchinson, he can kind of think, well, he's the seven. He can kind of control. I can play off the back of him. But yeah, I don't I don't know if it's that deep. It's just Robbo just doing Robbo things. Yeah, hundred percent. How do uh, how do the LC Eagles line up, my friend? Mate, well they got Tommy Turbo Travojevic in there at fullback. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Saab and Handsome Ruben on the wings. Yep. Uh, Brad Parker and Lionel Richie are your centre three quarters. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> the halves are Kieran Foran and the skipper Daly Cherry Evans. Mm-hmm. Front row is Josh Alloyer and Marty Tapao. Mm-hmm. I think this is this this is a big time for these front rowers to stand up after last week. Yeah, hundred percent. I think and I, this and is I'm very much looking forward to the to the clash between them and yeah. uh, JWH. Yeah, I and think Isaac they Liu. need to bounce back after um, after what happened last week. Obviously, mm-hmm. Lachlan Croker in there at nine. The back mm-hmm. row is Ola Kawatu and Josh Schuster. Mm-hmm. Schuster had a bit of a slow game last week, but, you know, hopefully yeah. he can crack he back. He caught a bit of flack for it over the week, he too. He did, he did. I think he just quiet. He's, he's, he's one of those guys that's going to fade in and out of games. Mm. That's what I he's mean, gonna... he's a rookie, but, like, he's he is, young. No, you I, expect that. I agree, I agree. And there's a guy in my team who does the same kick out. He just kind of fades in and out. But um, I mm. think he needs to go looking for a ball, the ball a bit more. In there mm-hmm. at lock is Jake Trevojevic. Mm-hmm. On the wing, you got Dylan Walker, Carl Lawton, Sean Kepi makes the team mm. this week. Yep. With a Paseca. The big, big Paseca. Big Taniella. And then uh, they're, they're 18 to 21 is pretty good with Sipley, Suli, Siro, and Funa. I do think Siro might might end up on the bench somehow. I don't know who for. Maybe Kepi. Mm, possibly. They they need to get some size out there besides Paseca. Lawton's not mm. particularly big. Walker's Walker. Kepi's, you know, pretty big, but they it's a pretty light bench. And I know the Roosters is pretty light, but mm, they I think a, they're gonna keep I think they'll keep Lawton because they need somebody to slot into the nine there. Yeah, um, I do think so. I think if anyone falls out, really well there. it's Kepi, but then you you're kinda of lacking another another front roller there, but I'm sure you can make it all there. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make it work. He'll figure it out. He's oh. usually pretty good at that kind of stuff. So you got Manly for this game, do you? No, I've got Roosters. I got Roosters one to twelve. Roosters um, one I to think, twelve. Yeah, I think it'll be tight. I think that um, it's obviously going to be a grind. Mm. Um, as I said, it's it's very much like the young guys versus the old heads. Yeah. Um, I just think uh, I don't know. I just think the old heads get up. I just think that they've got a couple of things up their sleeves. Uh, even though there's obviously a lot of young guys on this Roosters squad, they're just a very traditional team uh, and run their sets to to perfection. They're like the San Antonio Spurs, mm. you know. Um, and uh, I just think that gets them over the line, to be fair. Yeah, I think we're going to see see the value of experience here. Yeah. I think yeah, the, the Seagulls need to start hot. Mm. I think the first 15 minutes is going to be a real indication of how this game is going to go. Yeah, and if, if it's a grind, it'll end up in the Roosters' hands. I do. Th- I, the Manly cannot let this be a grind. Yeah. They cannot. And I think that's going to be it. They're going to have to cut. They need to take risks to start the game. They need mm-hmm. to maybe throw that pass you wouldn't normally throw especially yeah. in the semi-final. They need to be doing that. They need to get on the front foot and play with the confidence that they have because mm, the yeah. Roosters are just going to try and, and suffocate them and choke them and get in their way. Mm, yeah, um, and exactly. if, if, if they get in the front and can kind of park the bus and hold their line and just try and defend until the 80th minute, I think they might have a shot here, the Roosters. But I will go Manly 1-12. I think they there's so much strike in this team. Mm, mm. You wouldn't put anything on it? 
Nah, not this. I'm not that confident. <laughs> <laughs> not that confident. Not that confident. All right, all right. Well, uh, the other game, the Battle of the West. Oh fuck! I'm looking forward to this. I mean, I'm oh, looking forward to both games. I this am week, less fuck, looking, I'm looking forward, forward to this, this game, my friend. I am very much looking forward to this game, and I think. Um, I think you should be extremely tight butthole about this game. Oh, I am. Um, I, I am. do not ever, and I put it on my resume that I do not like the Parramatta Eels, so I do not provide them of any praise whatsoever. But uh, last couple of weeks, they show me something. They have 100% show mm-hmm. me something. I mean, they've got a bit of grit to them. They've got a bit of grind. And um, it, I think they've got more pressure on them than what Penrith do. Penrith are still young. Penrith are still putting this whole finals run together. I know that they've had an immaculate season. I know that people paid them out for the prem- for the uh, minor premiership and whatnot. Like uh, the sports betters paid it out, but Parramatta have put this lineup out for the last three or four years, expecting greatness, and have just kept coming up short. Um, it it could be one of the situations where if Parramatta are bounced, then either Brad Arthur's bounced or they just blow everything up. Um, so I just think that there's a lot of pressure on Parramatta. What do you reckon? See, I think there's more pressure on Penrith. Mm. I think at the moment, the feel is like if they don't get this done, they've choked. Losing yeah. Birdo and losing Capewell. Um, I think people I think people make a bigger deal about Penrith losing players. They're always going to have the backfiller players coming in. I think yeah. that's, that's how they do it. Like Teams need to identify how are we going to stay good. The Roosters do it by signing players. Penrith do it by developing players. And Parra yeah. do it by taking Tigers players. That's just yeah. how it works, right? Like that's that you have to work out how you're going to be good and how you're going to get these players. Penrith have accepted we're going to get these young guys come through. They're going to look good, and it's going to suck to lose them. Yeah. But we're going to have to lose them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we're going to have to. And I'm all right with that. But I do think there's a lot of pressure on Penrith now. Choking. I don't even know if it's a choke in the grand final. To me, Melbourne were always favourites last year. They peaked at the right time. They looked good. Everyone knew it was mm. going to be Smith last year. I don't think there was any way Penrith going to win that. I didn't know. Fuck me in fantasy. I took him in the bloody third round. <laughs> Jesus. But ten more minutes in that. Ten more minutes in that grand final game. And I reckon Penrith come back. They, they I, I, I don't think they come home. back. I don't think they come back. I think that was a lot of, a lot of the game was really out of reach anyway. Um, energy mm. kind of going on there. Maybe they make it closer. I don't think they come back even in 10 minutes. I think the pressure's on Penrith here. If they lose here, they're going to have to do some soul-searching in the off-season. Cleary's going to continue to get ridiculed, which is insane, seeing as he's mm. 23 years old. One origin series. And the series. best seven in our game. Yeah, is, is hands down the best seven in our game. Like, hands down. Mm. Like, who's who's next best? Like, Jerome yep. Hughes, maybe? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Dr- I mean, Jerome Hughes is extremely underrated in that regard, but... Um, yeah, look, uh, that wasn't filler silence. That was legitimate silence. I, yeah, I, there's no one else that comes up in the conversation for me. Exactly, and I think as long as you've got a guy like that and a guy like To'o, um, mm. you, you can build around this. And yes, next year they'll probably lose Kikau, but that's next year's problem. I think they've mm. got enough enough depth there to kind of retool next year and go again. And it's all mm-hmm. building for this core. Yeah. That's what it is. But I do think there is a lot of pressure on it, and I'm feeling it. They're, they're going to be tight. They're going to be a bit stressed. I expect a little bit of a clunky half from Penrith. I expect Eels to probably take an early start, maybe go 6 six or 12 up, maybe going mm. into the half. Yep. Um, and then Penrith kind of, I don't know what it is, when they release that energy, they're hard to stop. But, I mean, they, they line up pretty full strength this week. Um, mm-hmm. Their additions from last week are back. So the way they line up is Dill Edwards at fullback. Stephen Crichton and Brian Toor on the wings. Mm-hmm. Paul Momorowski and Matt Burden in the centres. 
Jerome Luai and the skipper Nathan Cleary in the halves. Moses Liotta comes back in the front row, partners James Fisher-Harris. Mm-hmm. Appy Coruscant at nine. And again, they've named Kickout and Capewell in the back row, but I'd bet a lot of money that Liam Martin comes in and Kickout drops to the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, Isaiah Yo in at lock, obviously. Mitch Kenny, Scott Sorensen, TPJ, and Liam Martin on the bench. Yep. Yeah. Um, interesting too that uh, Ashley Klein's the ref over under on a biff happening with the with the clash of the West. Ah. Uh, I reckon over, especially if this game yeah. is tight towards the end. I think tensions are going to be high for Penrith, or if Penrith's down a bit, you know, they, they do have a tension. Uh, they do have um, a few times they are a little bit, you know, backing themselves. Yeah, yeah. They, they get they get a little bit antsy there sometimes. And, I mean, you look at that with guys like TPJ and Kickow and Luai, they're always going to back themselves in a scrap like that. But I don't mm-hmm. see any of the extended bench of Linu, Tago, Naden, or Tyrone May getting a start. Maybe May comes in for Kenny. Mm, possibly um, but we'll have to see I don't know Ivan Cleary doesn't change too much mm. but yeah how do the Eels line up brother the Eels line up with skipper Clint the supposed King Gutherson uh. Uh, Hayes Dunser and Fergalicious Blake Ferguson on the wings uh, penis boy Will Panasini or Penisini, as you call him. Uh, and don't, Blake if you don't in... want penis, you know what we call penis boy? Don't have penis in name. It's pretty like, <laughs> I don't write the rules, bro. I don't, yeah. I don't I do that. I'm just, just um, the rule follower, dude. Uh, Walker Blake is in the centers too. Um, Dillbags, Dill Brown and Mitchell Moses are there in at the halves. RCG and Junior Paulo are their props, the big hitters. Uh, Ray Stone gets the go at hooker. Sean Lane, Mr. Longneck, he has been <laughs> So long. Change his photo. It's so disrespectful. <laughs> He's been named at the uh, 11, uh, Murata Niakore and Nathan Brown uh, at the 12 and 13 with Will Smith, the Fresh Prince, Isaiah Papali'i, Bryce Cartwright and Ryan Madison named on the interchange bench. I think Ryan Madison is finally coming back after that's, that suspension. That's a good bench, man. Yeah, that's a that's really, a, that's good, a really bench. good bench. And I would even, I would even hazard a guess that um, bloody Inspector Gadget next Sean Lane doesn't start he'll probably be swapped out I mean Papa Lee was killer off the bench last week yeah. he was he was a massive influence yeah. but um, I just think that Papa Lee gives you gives you more I don't think any of their reserves come in I mean uh, Makatoa he's been really good the last couple of weeks Oregon Kafusi, Tom Opacek and Jake Arthur I think Opacek's just in that extended reserves just in case that there's an injury leading yeah. in for those centre boys um, but Penasini's proved that he is um, going to be a really good centre in this league for years to come and uh, somehow Blake keeps getting a job. I mean, so, Blake's played all right the last few weeks. I'm not going to lie. Like, the he's last played few okay, four, but I mean, it's, right. it's, the, it's the law of averages, right? Yeah, you, you are true. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's, ready he's in for the NRL, one. so he completely knows how to play football. But yeah. um, I mean, this bench is unreal. Like, like Parra all year's kind of struggled to have a good bench. They kind of mm. put some form of, you know, Bryce Cartwright, Will Smith, Kafusi's kind of been on there, Ray Stone. Mm. They haven't really solidified. This, to me, is a great bench because you've got Will Smith who can cover anywhere, like one to seven. Um, Mm. Papali'i anywhere in your forward pack. Cartwright can cover the back row, slot in at six. And Maddo's, you know, a back row specialist. He's a starter. Yeah. I mean, I think this yeah. is a great bench. This, If I'm Parra, I'm feeling pretty confident. I mean, the only real hole is that hooker. Mm. But, I mean, yeah. Ray Stone is going to do what he does. And, I mean, you have... <sighs> 
He's going in with heaps of confidence yeah, after last that, week. He had a great, yeah, game, he had a great game. He tackled everything. He gave, gave some great service. He's had a few good games in a row. And I mean, Will Smith can slot in there if he needs to. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, as a Panda fan, I am, I am worried about Saturday night. Mm, well, the fan vote is in your favour. Penrith 56 to Para 44, according to Yeah, le- our league fans socials. have never been wrong, mate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying. I'm just, you know, I'm giving you a little bit of, little bit of hope. Um, but um, look, I reckon Penrith. I, I think that they scrape by. Mm. Um, and but I, I do think I, I think all the all the pressures on power. Well, not all the pressure, but majority of the pressures on power. Um, I just think that they've been putting this team out for too many years for it not to um, reap any rewards. Mm. Um, and but yeah, I reckon Penrith. Penrith get through one to twelve. Yeah, I think Penrith get through one to twelve too. I think it's gonna be. A tight game I think Parra are going to start hot they're going to be taking that confidence I think Penrith are going to be on the back foot if Penrith come out and score the first one or two tries maybe we're talk, maybe we're just completely wrong it's going to be a blowout but I, I see this being tight and I hope yeah. that the Penrith boys who are out last week in Dill Edwards and Moses they can, kind of, they, they can pull up this week um, without Dill they just kind of look lost out the back there they didn't start their sets how they'd want they kind of mm. kind of forced Toho into play a different role there Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, he stays fit. If we lose the auto, we can kind of cover that with the forwards. But yeah. we need to have Dill Edwards there. It'd be a good game. Good it's going to be a great game. game. I, I, I'd boys. be more excited if it was uh, South Para, I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think whoever plays this has to play Melbourne. I think Melbourne's going to be watching this, hoping they just bash each other. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Maybe a couple of a uh, couple of head highs. Mate, yeah, that's that. what they're probably going to be hoping. A couple of crushes, and if 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 Sebo was out there, there'd be a few milked crushes. But I guess we're all right. Yeah, rest in peace to my ACL brother, Michael Sebo. Mm. Oh man, rip. Rip you. Um, all right, anything more in the NRL for you this week, my friend? Um, no, that's it. As you said, we're getting down to scarcity, mate. Next week's only two games as well, and then it's the big yep. one. We've got the big grand final preview coming up. We're doing something for that. The big one, yeah. Let's uh, And let's let's hope that um, COVID really starts to ease. I would love to watch that game with you. That would be great, you know. Even if we could do like a like a even a live. Oh, well, man, allegedly, for the, allegedly, for the days we can do. Even live. if COVID isn't great, allegedly, maybe you come come watch it anyway. Allegedly, people. Allegedly. Hypothetically. Allegedly, allegedly, um, <laughs> we might just have to do a, a virtual viewing. But no, stay at home, kids. Yeah, stay at home, please. Um, but stay yeah, the fuck it, at home. it would have been nice if COVID was done for a long weekend, man. That would have been sick. It's going to be great yeah. weather. People are going to be frothing to get out. Like, it's yeah. a little bit of a shame, we're not. But um, mm. we're going to go straight from football into a few um, a few NBA preview things. Then we're going to have a big NBA preview pod. We might have to do it over yeah. two apps, mate. We haven't really talked about that. Yeah, we might have to do it over two apps. We've got uh, speaking of big, we've got a really big both uh, size-wise and... Uh, well, actually, not that big in stature. He's just big in size. Um, a big man <laughs> I didn't coming say on that. The NBA. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> coming on for the NBA, NBA pod, uh, the preview pod. I'm really, really looking forward to that. Um, As I said, maybe we'll have takes. to see if he wants to do two. Maybe we'll do an East and West step. Yeah, could do. Could do. I'll, uh, I'll get in touch with the man. But um, speaking of NBA uh, and, and big, uh, Aaron Gordon was extended by Denver. Uh, he got a four-year, $92 million extension. What do you What do you think of this? That is a lot of nuggets. <laughs> that is, I mean... My think first, of the 24-packs for $10 that you can buy with that. My first thought was, fuck, that's a lot of money. My second yeah. thought was, oh, he's good. He does this. He does that. And then my mm. third thought was, fuck, that's a lot of money. <laughs> 
Like, I, I can see why people like it. I've seen online people saying it's a great move and they are Denver fans saying that. And, like, look, mm. per- perfectly honest, haven't watched a lot of basketball the last two years. Um, mm. Obviously, you know, I've been living in the UK. They don't start, games don't start till 12, 1 in the morning. Like, I'm just, I'm watching, hi- watching highlights, bruh. Absolute bitch. I'm watching highlights, bruh. <laughs> but you're going to be asleep in 20 minutes. Nah. <laughs> nah, um, don't, so don't I, that. I did watch a lot of Aaron Gordon on Denver. I heard he fit really well. Yeah. Um, it just seems like a lot of money when they have other guys that are on a lot of money. I don't yeah, know where. I, think, th- I think that this is really going to come back and bite him in the ass. Yeah, because I don't I think know that where they, they could have spent the money better over I the don't next couple of years. Know where the money is, and maybe they have a lot of guys on minimum deals, which they they probably do. You know, the contenders have that. But I mm. mean, like Jokic. Is on a lot of money. I'm assuming. Can you have a look and see? Yep. If you uh, if you want to go a little a little ad lib, I'll, uh, I'll yeah. Get that man, up. I mean, like he's going to be making money. Jamal Murray, um, he's back and he's going to be on some money. Michael Porter Jr. What happens there? Like, how many max contracts can you fit? Three. Yeah. So um, over over the next, or actually no. The, uh, the 2021-22 season, Jokic is going to be making 30 mil. Murray's going to be making 31. Aaron Gordon is going to be making 16 before this deal kicks in. Uh, will Barton, he's got a player option for 30 million. I think he'll take that, bro. Uh, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think he will he'll too. take that. Um, actually, it might have been a little bit less, and they might have extended him the way that this is uh, the way that this has been put on Basketball Reference. Uh, Jermichael Green, he's going to be making 15 million. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., he's still on his rookie contract. Thankfully, he's How making many five years? mil. Uh, he, next year's his last year, so he's making five mil. Um, for Kundo Campazzo, he's also making a cheeky little four million. Um, but I mean, as I said, that's little for the NBA. Um, and eight million for uh, Monte Morris, their backup point guard. Yeah, I think so, a, I think a few um, of those guys are probably going to get packaged and moved to to afford Porter Jr. It'd be yeah, a shame possibly. to lose Porter Jr. for Gordon. I mean, maybe maybe Gordon fits better with them, and that's what they like more. But it just seems like mm. a lot of money. It seems like a lot of years too mm, like who yeah. were you bidding like my thing is who were you bidding against yeah like who was got, they also have bird rights on a lot of these guys so I mean they it, they don't really get hit too hard with the tax yeah. with those bird rights yeah. uh, which is good but um, yeah good question who were you bidding against I mean Aaron Gordon came out and said that he wanted to play uh, as the fourth man somewhere he didn't want to be the face of the franchise mm. like he kind of was in Orlando yeah. um, and he is like just a shit version of Jerry and Grant uh, sorry Jeremy Grant in my mind um, he he can't shoot as well I mean if he if he picks it up cool mm. money well spent um, I'd much rather give this money to him than Larry Markin and that's for sure oh, Jesus, um, yeah. because, because I mean Aaron Gordon he's a good baller he handled the ball he can pass well. Uh, he obviously is a human highlight reel. Um, I mean, I think he he's just, a great. He just can't shoot in a shooter's league. I think he's a good player, and I think he fits a fits a fantastic role for them. I just don't know if he fits that role for ninety two million over four. The four years, mm. the four, the, to me, the fourth year is a lot. Mm. Three yeah. years you could probably get away with. You kind of juggling cap for a little bit because you know, next year's one year. Mm. And then you go into the next year. You've re-signed Porter Jr. And all of a sudden, Aaron Gordon's expiring. Mm. This one, well, it, seems, it seems a year too long. Yeah, let me put this to you. Would you rather Aaron Gordon for 492 or Lonzo Ball for 495? Probably Lonzo. Yeah, you and me both. Probably Lonzo, man. Honestly, yeah. like, I mean, if you were Denver, you don't really want Lonzo because you have a guy who does that. But if I was no, no, starting, but I'm just saying, I'm just if saying, I was say starting you start a the team, Seattle Supersonics. Yeah, if I was starting a team, I would, yeah, I'd go. 
Lonzo. I'd go Lonzo. Yeah, I just think he has more upside. I do think uh, he has can, more upside. I think Gordon I is who he is, and I think Gordon's good. Him. Like, don't don't misconstrue this as us saying Gordon's not good. I think he's good. I just think 92 million is a lot of money for Aaron Gordon. You're just worried about your mate in Canada having a go. Right, he is. Sort of if he listens to this, nuggets. he's going to message me and tell me how annoyed he is that I'm not rating Aaron Gordon. Listen, Benny, I nuggets. like Aaron Gordon, just not for 92 Fuck the million. Nuggets. Fuck the nuggets. <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, John Wall and Houston have agreed to part ways with um, the most likely landing spots being my Los Angeles Clippers, uh, the Miami Heat, and the Detroit Pistons. Uh, what do you what do you make of this? Man, if he goes to the Heat, there's going to be some gang fights running that. Like, if he goes there <laughs> with Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler, him, man, oh, they are Jimmy getting dogs. in the practice? Oh. oh, mate, imagine how it's like... John Wall, this is a similar kind of thing where I think he's still got something to offer to the league, just not on mm. that money. I think yeah. pe- a, a lot of people see the money and they, they like, obviously, if you take the money, you're going to be judged on that money. Mm. But I think on a fresh slate, on, on not a big deal, I think John Wall could be good. I think he needs to go to a championship team. The piston seems a bit strange. Mm. Um, I mean, the only thing that I can that I can think of is that they don't have a lot of point guard depth. Mm. I think they're going to be running Cade at the three a lot this year. Yeah. Um, just to have multiple ball handlers out there. And, and I mean, Killian Hayes to then give him the, the keys to the team in terms of being their point guard could be a lot. Um, I don't really see the, the Pistons as one of the big suitors. I think that it'll either be the Clippers or the Heat. Don't mm. get me wrong. I'd love to see him in a Clippers unit. Uniform. I mean, we need a little bit of point guard depth after we uh, moved on from uh, Patrick Beverly and, and Rondo kind of mm. dicked us. But, um, but I also, like, he doesn't move the needle for us and we need to be able to get him on the right price, especially if he's going to stick around for a couple of years. I mean, we're not going to see Kawhi this year. Uh, another guy that can come in and give us anywhere between 18 and 25 is going to yeah. really help. Yeah. But, um, but, the, but the team that makes the most sense is, you know, the Miami Gangs. Yeah, I think he ends up down there in South. I think he probably ends up down there in South Beach, you know. Like, Goran Dragic is gone. They just need another guy and kind of handle the ball and put up speed. And they're, they're kind of going all in, which I like. Mm. And they, you have yeah. to be a certain kind of guy to play with Jimmy Butler. We've seen that. Mm. And I think John Wall is that guy, and he'll probably go there. And our boy Dante Exum, you know, rumoured to be signing with Houston as well, I saw earlier. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, let's just hope that he stays healthy. I just wanted to say healthy. He had a great Olympics. Yeah. He looked great. Um, yeah, yeah. Shout really out good. Dante. But every, every time, every time we fell on the floor and grabbed oh, his leg, mate, I was... we all cringed and held our own knees. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, John Wall probably to Miami, maybe to Clippers. I mean, same thing. This doesn't really move the needle for Miami. It doesn't take him up another notch, mm, but it, yeah. it does help. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, well. That's all we really got in uh, in NBA land until we get to the NBA questions. Um, do you have anything else that you want to bring up, my brother? Um, not for NBA, man, but we're starting to ramp up, you know. Like, we're going to probably start to get preseason pretty soon. We're coming into Ooh, mid-September. Um, 2K's just dropped. Yeah, 2K's, 2K's actually been really good. They they finally, like, delivered on some promises for once in the last three or four years. Um, I've been really enjoying the game. Um, and, uh, yeah, look, you need to get your hands on a PS5, my friend. Man, that's a lot of effort, bro. Yeah, it is a lot of effort. A lot of effort. Uh, unless you are on time and get it when it drops, like your boy did. Mm. Play uh, your one game. 
Hey, I got I got more than one game. <laughs> when, I got two years of two games. <laughs> <laughs> That's one game, bro. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Completely different game. They reworked the defensive systems and everything. Yeah, anyway. I, heard, I heard they lock you down in my career. Oh, bro, it's fucked. It's so, so fucked. Mi- even, mi- on Mitch- like, even on like Superstar, they are fucking they're breathing down your neck. So mi- oh, Mitch brought it. He, he got it pre... I think he pre-ordered it. Yeah, he, he, he had yeah. it first day. Oh, my God. The screams down there, bro. Has he got a 5 or a 4? Uh, he's got an Xbox. Oh, yuck. Yeah. Get the fuck out I of don't here. know what he's doing. I don't, don't know what he's doing, bro. Don't but, yeah, he's down there doing it. They're deeing him up. They're playing like... He, when he was doing, I watched him do some of the college nah. stuff, bro. They're playing full court. Uh, <laughs> what bro, is, it is Thomas Hufferson. They are they absolutely going at doing it, bro? You. Like, what? Yeah. If I wanted to get um, locked I, I down... I I only played a little bit of my career. Uh, I'm a bit of a my team guy. Yeah, you uh, are. And they and they reworked um, a bit of my team as well. And it's been so much What's fun to build? play. Uh, in my career yeah uh, I have a um, I went for like a, a Kobe kind of build so a guy that can slash a little bit yeah um, has has a has a good shot and, and just plays killer defense it's a, a two way three point shot creator I that's believe. all right. That seems like at a good that, build. At, at the two, he's he's about six five. I think I'm going to tinker around with it though because um, your three point shot you can bring down and um, there's a badge that they've got this year, sniper. It's like uh, it's like flexible release on steroids. Like if that's you cool. get it, if you get it close to your green window, it kind of just is an automatic green. Even you're though like, you're shooting yeah, whatever. White. It's, it's like playing AFL. Yeah, close enough is yeah. the point. Yeah, close enough is the point. Yeah, no yeah. worries about it. But um, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm thinking about. <laughs> putting more into my slashing because they reworked the dunks as well yeah. and you've now got shot timing for dunks and if you hit that excellent then you are teabagging fellas you are hitting them with fucking taunts it is sick no, so, I might have to actually get it and even just get it I might have to buy the um, the flexi one that's PS4 and PS5 yeah see I was worried about that because you can get CP guys on there too and uh, that's that's where all the uh, that's where all the, the cheating happens on all the right, CPU. then I'm all right. I'm not about that, son. Yeah. Maybe I'll get so, four and we'll, we'll crack along and see how we go. But yeah, I've heard I've it's good. I've four. I mean, if you if you want to hit another case bet and then just go a really expensive case and get me uh, the PS4 version of 2K, we can we can crack it on that. Don't worry Mate, about it, With your history of case bets, I would be I would be running that now, son. <laughs> I wouldn't be running that mouth, brother. Hey, you know me. I'll run my trap until, you know, do, I'm actually I do know you're a horrendous, somebody. I do know you're a horrendous gambler. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, it's getting on here. Let's get to uh, let's get to question time. What do you reckon? Yeah, let's get this on. You know I want to. What did she say? Hey, where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? Do you touch my drum set? No. Why are you so sweaty? I was watching cops. All right, and our questions, starting with the NRL, uh, our first question comes in and they ask, overall, who do you reckon has the better prime career, Nathan Cleary or Tom Trebojevic? Do you need me to go first? I mean, you can finish first if you want. <laughs> I'm not even, even going to touch that with the 10-foot pole. But um, Nathan Cleary, for me, um, I just think that um, he's so he's so influential in the middle there, and uh, and the game is predicated uh, more on on sevens than what it is on ones. I mean, you, you think of all time fullbacks, um, and even in the last twenty years, the number one name that comes to mind is Billy Slater. You think all time halves, you think Jonathan Thurston, you think Andrew Johns, you think 
fucking Darren Lockyer. Like there is just there are so many names. Cooper Cronk. Like there are so many names that that Cleary um, is in the shadow of right now. That I just think um, purely because of his position and just the way that he plays it with such smarts. I mean, the dude's what twenty three. Yeah. Like holy shit, he's going to be disgusting over the next five to ten years. Um, hopefully pending injury, knock on wood. But um, it's um, yeah, it's clearer for me, far and away. Yeah, I, th- I think Cleary's going to have the better career, better overall career. Mm. Um, the way this is kind of worded, the be- better prime career. I think Turbo in his prime is going to be be- better. I don't mm. think what Turbo is doing now, Cleary could ever do. No. I think he can no, get close, so but it's just also not who he is as a player. I think mm. when, I think it'll be one of those things where you look back and you go, well, of course, Cleary is better because he played till he was 36 and he was the best player at like 12 of those years. Yeah. Um, Whereas you look at Turbo and you're going to be, oh my God, those two years where he just like tore up. If he does another one of these years and he has a cup, if he puts his form together, like no one, I think it's going to be hard to reach those heights. Mm, I, Whereas, think, I think the argument, I mean, I know we always compare it to the NBA, but I think it's a little bit like Steph Curry. Steph mm. Curry didn't really like, find his straps until he sorted his ankle issues. Yeah. Um, I think that that's going to be the thing that holds back um, Turbo is um, sorting out those, you know, those hammy yeah. issues. I mean, the dude's got such long legs. Like, you know, you, you're going to mm-hmm. get injuries in the way that you get attacked as well, um, not only in the air, but but on the run as well. I think that holds him back a little bit. That's that's just why it's Cleary yeah. for me. Yeah, no, I, th- I think Cleary overall. I think, I think as I said, Cleary's 23. I think he's going to play for another 12 years, mate. Mm. He could play to his 35. Hopefully he plays yep. the rest of them for Penrith. Um, the way that he plays, I know that he likes to run a lot, but obviously as he gets older, he's going to, like, change and... and and evolve mm. um, I think we're going to look at Cleary up there I think as you said I think he's going to be when you talk about you know Thurston Cle- uh, Thurston Johns and Cronk I think Cleary's going to put his name up there too yeah yeah 100% completely agree um, next question bit of a weird one will the Broncos get the wooden spoon in 2022 uh, short answer no long answer definitely not yeah, I uh, sadly I think my my Cowboys uh, are coming in next year worse than the Broncos. Um, I think there's so, quite a few teams coming in worse than the Broncos. I think yeah, the Dragons are worse. I think, I think the yeah, Dragons drag, are worse than the Broncos. Dragons, yep. I think the Tigers are worse than the Broncos. Yep. Yeah. Um, if Canberra don't figure out what's going on there, they could definitely be worse. Yeah. Um, it's. I, I think the Broncos are going to have a sneaky good year, especially if they sort out their their coaching staff. I mean, we've said it before. We don't think Kevy's the guy, mm. but um, you know. I mean, they they, he's doing they, what do. they didn't win the spoon this year, and I think Reynolds and Capewell are good for another couple more wins. Yeah. I don't 100%. think they make. I don't think they make the eight, but I think they have a great year, and people are pretty pleasantly surprised by them. I think I reckon they're contending for the eight. They may not make it eventually, but I think they're going to be in like that Sharks, Titans, I, I think Raiders that, yeah. three-man race that always happens at the end of the year. Yeah, I don't know if they'll get that close, but I, th- I think they'll look good. I think maybe they might spend some time there early in the season if they win the first few, but mm. we'll see. We shall see. Next question. Should the NRL bring in a draft? What do you reckon? With the nah. comes? I mean, they tried it and they got sued. Did they? Yeah, back in the 90s, they tried because the AFL was a draft. Mm. Um, the NRL tried to bring in a draft and they got sued. Um, I don't think so. I'm When I was a kid, I thought so. 
Mm. So I was like, this would be really cool. I like the NBA. I was like, draft would be yeah. sick. Um, yeah. I think it's just, I kind of like the teams, you know, some teams are like local teams. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. like, like North Coming Queensland. Coming straight through the feeders, exactly, getting straight into yeah. it. Yeah. And, and there seems to be a pretty good system in the NRL at the moment of clubs who are buyers and clubs who are sellers mm. and clubs who kind of do a mixture of both. Yeah. There seems to be a good um, a good ecosystem there of that that's kind of built itself. I think a draft would be cool because obviously there's more storylines. It helps worse teams become better. I mm-hmm. think it's just hard to make guys who grow up like all the NRL players are kind of from the same same bits of the country, whether it be like Western Sydney or Brisbane or Townsville or yeah. wherever. Um, and to make a move, you know, imagine having your kid from Western Sydney and all of a sudden you're over like in New Zealand or somewhere or like yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Th- I mean, it would be cool. It would, I'd be really interested in it because I think we've seen a lot of young guys not pan out. Yeah, and we've seen lots of young guys um, who haven't been world beaters at eighteen, like Cody Walker, who didn't debut who was twenty six. Mm. Like, yeah, come and out and go gangbusters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, it's different too. Whereas in the NBA, normally, like, if you're twenty two, they look at you as being like. An old. old man, like yeah. in the draft, they're very. Yeah. It's very different. Whereas here, like the ages are just different. Like, yeah, some guys they were mm. 18, 19, but some guys don't get it till their early twenties. I mean, I think it's just a different sport. And the AFL similar too. They draft guys, but those mm. guys, unless they're really, really good stars straight away, they get stashed in the um, in the reserves. Yeah, yeah. I think that they would need to shore up the reserve grade teams before yeah. they even th- uh, exactly. implemented and anything I- like a draft. And I don't think that, um, as you said, ages are different. Um, I, I think throwing X amount of dollars on a, on a say, a two-year rookie contract is very different to giving X amount of dollars to a two-year rookie in the NBA. Mm. Um, I just think that that because of the way that the systems have been brought up, if you implemented a draft, it would just go so, so wrong. Mm. And I'd much rather the NRL bring in a transfer window or a loan system rather than a draft. I think those are two things that are more doable and Mm -hmm. are looking kind of likely. Um, Mm. And yeah. Head the EPL route. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, next question. Obviously, someone that hasn't probably listened to the first five episodes but we'll, but we'll hit it uh, you're let, you letting support? us down bro whoever said this question we love yeah, you thanks for the question, question but you listen down. but um who do you support well I mean I'm a I'm a very loyal North Queensland Cowboys fan you have to be uh, loyal bro and uh, Lachlan is a Parramatta Eels fan <laughs> oh neck yourself <laughs> I am mighty mighty Panthers thank you very much yeah, um, yeah. And um, yes, Matt. And if is that's a, not evident, you're not you're, you're not listening. You're not listening. You're not listening. Yeah. No, no, you're not. But I mean, you could have it on and not be listening. That's fine. Have us yeah, that's fine. I that's mean, cool. we'll, t- we'll take the listens. Yeah, keep care. that on repeat, man. We'll be on your yeah. Spotify Wrapped. Yeah, keep that shit up. <laughs> oh, bro, could you imagine the day we're on Spotify Wrapped? Ooh, That'd be nah. sick. Maybe on our own. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Well, at least we're going into this next question with uh, with high spirits because uh, the question is: If Tara wins this week, are they legitimate title threats? <laughs> could they beat the Storm? Every bit of my body is screaming no, but one bit is screaming maybe. If they can, if they can top Penrith, as you said, they've come into this game with a little bit of form. Mm. If they can top Penrith and they Possibly look, possibly their best squad all, the, if of they, all year. If they look convincing against Penrith, they've already beaten the Storm twice. I know one was early in the season, and I know that 
there was lots of pressure on the Storm that last para game. Mm. But I mean, I think that, I think it'll be close. Mm. I think if they look, it just depends how if they scrape by Penrith and Penrith looks sloppy and Para kind of looks sloppy too and they just kind of win. Then I don't mm. think so. I think if they yep. if they beat Penrith and they look good doing it, if it's a convincing one if, twelve, if it's then... con- if it's a convincing win, I mean it's definitely going to raise some questions. It's going to make our shows interesting. Yeah, yeah, Which we're we going to have so, teams yeah. out. Yeah, no, yeah. Asho's already interesting. What are you talking about? That's all right. Um, look, I think, <laughs> I think possibly. Um, I, I don't know if they're legitimate title threats. I think they could be threats to beat the Storm because uh, you got to remember there's another side of the bracket there. I mean, I know the Storm are firing away probably mm. the favourites right now, but there's another side of the bracket. You can't then, you know. Uh, not give credit where credit is due. Uh, that other side of the bracket is going to be fighting as hard as um, as the original side. So uh, whether it's whether it's Roosters, Bunnies, or, or Manly, um, I mean they're all still very good teams. Yeah. Uh, and if you do beat the Storm, obviously you're going to be going in with a lot of uh, a lot of gusto. But um, you've then got to back that up another week in a row, um, and. Parramatta, not only do they get bounced in the finals a lot, but they seem to have... I mean, this this is the only week that I can remember in recent memory, and recent memory being at least three months, that they've had this pack on the field. Um, they get those little niggly injuries. They get those um, head-high, bonehead moves, mm. and uh, it results in people being out for a week or two. And they're, they're one of those teams that... Everybody has to play their role for the whole team to look good. They can't have one or two guys take a night off because then the cracks just start to show and their yep. defense becomes Swiss cheese. Um, so if, if they're going to fire on all cylinders for the next three weeks, sure, they could be title contenders. But I would be taking probably uh, all teams bar... Actually, no, they're, they're like my least convinced. Yeah, they, I think, they, I think, I think it depends if... if if the Roosters get knocked out this week, Power become the least convincing, um, even if mm. even if they win. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I think the only worry is if they go against the Storm next week and they win, that could be their grand final. Yeah. Like they, they could release everything they've got. They they don't have anything left in the tank for the grand final. You've seen that before. Teams yeah. in prelims absolutely smash the shit out of each other and it comes to grand final and then the team that had the higher, hard prelim loses. Yeah. So I think uh, this is an interesting final. I mean, Melbourne would probably just... Sorry? Cowboys Storm 2016. Yeah, like, it probably is a case of um, the case of this, the Storm walking it in, but we'll see. There's still a few yeah. weeks left. We'll see. We, we, we will definitely see. Um... All right. Well, I mean, that's it for the NRL. Please be sure to send in your questions um, next week. We do we do very much like doing question time. Yeah, I like question um, time. But now on to the NBA. Do the Phoenix Suns, the Christopher Emmanuel Paul-led Phoenix Suns, have a chance of repeating their 2021 season and possibly getting to the NBA Finals next year? No. No? No. No? Okay. Why? I think the West is too strong. The West is very strong. I think the West is strong. I mean, I think they have a chance probably go Western Conference Finals. Um, I think mm. the West is too strong. I think the Lakers probably get through. I think they've done too much to not to not be there. And as mm. you said, not seeing Kawhi kind of knocks the Clippers out. I mean, Utah's going to be there. The Warriors um, are going to come back stronger. The Warriors stronger. are going are to be retooled with Clay. The mm. Nuggets with Jokic are going to be there. Like, I mean, the West is going to be so tough next year. And I mean, mm. if, if the Suns do this, they are legit then. 
If the yeah. Suns can get to the finals again, this wasn't just oh, a one-year thing. That was cool. Remember when the Suns made the finals? They, yeah. they will be legit, but I don't think they'll get there. How about I you? Think, I think they're legit if they get there in Chris Paul's current contract. So in the next three to four years, then they they had a legit run and a legit window to win a, a, mm-hmm. a title. I think uh, uh, the finals, a lot of luck is needed in the playoffs, sorry. Um, and, and the Lakers getting injured at the right time. That helped them. Yeah. Um, Clippers getting injured at the right time. I think that really helped them. Um, Utah just getting complacent and getting the shit beaten out of them. I think that helped them. Donovan Mitchell is <laughs> going to come back um, a, a stronger man next year. Jamal Murray obviously being out for the Nuggets. That helped them. Uh, it just seemed that all the puzzle pieces started to fall in the right area. And I'm not saying they're not a good team. They're a very fucking good team. I love me some Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton mm. and CP3. CP3 is, you know, CP3 has been my favorite player for the longest time. Yeah. Right? I love yeah. watching him at the one. Um, but yeah, I just think I just think that too many things clicked into place for them to even get to six games with the Bucks. Um, I did I did personally have the Suns winning in six in that series, but that was because the Bucks wasn't show, weren't showing us anything. Yeah. Um, they had just come off a really grueling series against uh, uh, against the Nets, and I just didn't think that they had anything left in the tank. Um, but yeah. Uh, I, I think if they if they make a finals in the next four years in that Chris Paul window, um, then then they look legit. And regardless, Devin Booker's going to get better over that mm, that I time so anyway. Too, yeah. And they're going to be le- they're going to be a legit top eight team for for the foreseeable future. Um, early title favorite, who you got? LA Lakers. The Lakers. The Lakers. Got the Lakers. All right, I got uh, I got the Bucks to repeat. Oh, I don't know, man. Getting through Brooklyn's going to be hard. Yeah, Bucks or Brooklyn, I think it comes out of the East, though. That'd be nice. It'd be nice if it comes out of the East, but I think LeBron just, you know, he has that one random down here and he comes back looking for revenge, and I think they've retooled. Mm-hmm. And I, we all joke about the Le GM kind of stuff with LeBron, with him, mm-hmm. like, deciding the team and getting the players there. I think he mm-hmm. does have a hand in getting players there, and I think he wants to prove that, you know, having these guys wasn't a mistake. Yeah, yeah I think that he wants to show I can build this team these are my guys I can win with my guys please don't ever fucking doubt me again I'm LeBron yeah yeah. And I think it. he's going to come in hard um, yeah I, I do think the Lakers are going to win but I think it's going to be a good a good playoffs I know that you know Brooklyn's a super team LA's a super team but as you said like there is a world where the Bucks can upset them again and there is a world where the Suns or someone else might upset the Lakers or the yeah. Lakers get injured at an inopportune time again yeah yeah 100% and I mean with all that uh, seniority uh, it, it, it's, it's completely possible but I mean it's guys that, that haven't had major injuries in their career so they could also mm. you know uh, put all of their really good money to use uh, all of their masses of money to use and, and put it toward their health like LeBron does spends over like a million dollars on his health every year yeah. smart good, good investment good investment um, early award favourites so have you got an early MVP for next year I think I think we might be looking at Giannis maybe another MVP season or Steph possibly I would love to see Steph I'd love to see Steph do it um, I wouldn't be surprised if um, if the Nets do win 
Um, I think it'll be on the back of like a 55-60 win season, um, mm-hmm. and they'll just they'll just blow the East away. And I think if that happens, then Kevin Durant will get a lot of praise. Um, I could see a Kevin Durant MVP. Um, I think being with Harden is. I think being with Harden and Kyrie. I think a lot of people hold that against him. I think that possibly. he's going to have to. He's going to have to play better than if he was. Like it sounds silly, but like he's going to have to play so much better than if he wasn't with both of them. Mm. And I think mm. you'll see a guy like Steph, who they might, the Warriors might come out swinging again, and Steph's playing with confidence, looking good like he was back in the day, and people mm. might go, man, Steph's really good again. Like that's like people love a narrative, people love something new, mm. and I mean the thing with Giannis is he won it two time, and then they gave it to Jokic, and now it's kind of like people people universally like him after that Finals win. Mm. People were any, pretty happy any that dark they horses won. for you. I mean, Luca's always. I mean. I don't know about Dark Horse, but Luke is a guy that could if he lifts Dallas on his back. Um, yeah, possibly Luca or, I don't know, maybe even Joel Embiid. I had Joel the other year, but that was the year he got mm. injured again. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, if Joel puts together... I mean, I reckon if he put together like another 10, 15 games last year, he would have been higher in the conversation, but he mm. was definitely there last year. Um, all right. Um, well, what other awards have we got? Uh, Rookie of the Year, who you got? Probably Cade. Yeah, I reckon Cade or Jalen. I mean, especially if yeah. uh, especially if John Wall's moving on, they're going to need a scorer in, in yeah. Houston. I, th- I think... I think Detroit's going to become kind of a bit more relevant in the East. Like, it's probably easier to jump up a few games in the East than it is in the West. Mm. And I yep. think that's going to help him as well. I think he's going to help the win total and maybe Killian gets a bit better as well. And, yeah, so I think yep. I think Cade. Okay. Uh, defensive player of the year? I wanted, to be a, I wanted it to be Simo, but, I mean, with everything going on, I don't think it is going to be. he's got to find a team before um, he can get there. It's probably going to be something boring, like Rudy Gobert again. Like, it is what it yeah. is. He's a great defender. Probably is. I can't imagine anyone else really. Like, I'd love to see Tease win it too, if he got mm. to start somewhere, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I personally think Rudy Gobert is the most overrated player in the NBA. Mm. But that's just me. Um, it's not just you, Chief. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about the uh, most improved? Who do you reckon has a has a big leap? I don't know. I've been trying to think about it. This is a hard one. Who you mm. got? Uh, I think someone like De'Aaron Fox could. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think Sacramento could be a, uh, a darkie for uh, the eight or at least the play-in tournament uh, because they're probably going to bring that back. Um, and, and because of that, I think De'Aaron Fox could definitely be, uh, especially if they shore up their, their guard situation and move on from a couple um, mm. and, and possibly get Ben Simmons or, or someone like that. Um, but... I mean, they need to win games first. The Aaron gets swamped there and, and not enough credit for how good of a player he is because they don't win enough games. Um, but, I mean, he's still putting up stupid numbers, even for the NBA. How about if De'Aaron Fox gets traded for Ben Simmons and plays in Philly? Still. Yeah, yeah. still? No, I, I think, think he's got more yeah. of a chance if that happens because yeah. I think Philly's going to be pretty good and he's going to play a big part in that if he's there. Yeah, I think either him or someone like Colin Sexton. I, I think it'll be mm-hmm. a guard this year that um, has been kind of swamped on a team that um, then goes to another one and, and, and puts up a whole bunch of numbers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that typically seems to be the way that it goes. You looked at it with Julius Randle last year. Um, that you know The people that he was up against was Christian Wood, who went to a new team and blossomed, mm-hmm. and then uh, Jeremy Grant, who also went to a new team and blossomed. So... Um, I, I don't. I think it'll be a guard uh, coming through. See, I, I've had to think about it now. I think it might be a guy I mentioned before, especially if Simmons gets traded. 
Mm. And um, and Matisse Thybul starts. I think people will see how good he was, that he's that good as, at the Olympics. Mm. Like, he yep. was everywhere. Like, I do think he is he a Ben Simmons light but... mind. He does need to score more, but I think that'll come with confidence. And mm. I think if they have a guy like Joel and say they get a De'Aaron Fox or someone like that, someone where they can... It's a different offense... Mm, I think he yeah. will score more and I think he took a lot of confidence out of the Olympics this year even yeah. even the first game in the tournaments compared to compared to the bronze medal game like that bronze mm. medal game he was going out looking for the ball being aggressive and attacking yeah hopefully yeah. he can take that into the NBA this year where it is easier to score yeah I uh, I, I mean I hope he has a really good year uh, fellow Australian Matisse Stubble um, but um, yeah he just needs to score more like right now it, it looks like he's just like a better version of Andre Roberson uh, but if mm. he can develop and, and become but he has the tools to score that's the thing I don't yeah, think Andre Roberson yeah. has those and, I think and, he's, and he's young like, he's just gonna yeah. he's just gonna keep getting better so yeah, um, yeah if he can play into that uh, I mean coach of the year is gonna predicate on who yeah who, it could who be anyone. the most game basically yeah, it could be um, anyone yeah but I mean you're looking you, your top three are probably Frank Vogel Mike Budenholzer and um, uh, Steve Nash they're yeah, I mean, and, and whoever coaches the Hornets, if they end up being really good and you know making making some noise. Oh mate, th- is that is that still James Borrego? I think it's James Borrego. Yeah, I think it is. Mm, mm. Absolute casuals yeah. over here. Look at us. I know. Look at us. Hell, do we even watch basketball, man? Yeah. Oh, I'm not staying up too late to watch the Hornets, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Them Hornets are fun to watch, but they are fun to watch. But I'm not about to. All right, Jesus. and our last question of the day. Uh, this is from PJ, friend of the show Jonesy. Friend of the show Jonesy. Um, yep. With PJ Washington going to the Miami Heat, can the Bucks PJ make Tucker. it to the? F- Ah, PJ Tucker. We were just talking about the Hornets. Uh, with PJ Tucker, the LeBron stopper, uh, going to the Heat, can the Bucks make the finals again? How will their small ball look? I mean, we touched on this a little bit. Um, actually, I don't know if that if that episode went to air. It was one of our practices. <laughs> but, uh, Busted, but yeah, bro. P- PJ. Um, I mean, PJ is great. PJ's, I mean, he's a he's a fantastic defender. He's he's really good catch and shoot in the corner. Um, I think he obviously makes that Heat team better. I mean, the Miami Gangs, especially if John Wall goes down there, they're just going to get uh, beefier and even more doggy. Um, but um, I I still think the Bucks make the finals. I've still got them over over Brooklyn, obviously. Um, I think their small ball is going to look really different. I think they're going to run a lot of Bobby mm-hmm. Porters at the center. Um, yeah. They've got a, they've got some really good young guys coming through. Um, but I do I like think, Dante getting a bit more time as well, coming back from injury. Yeah, 100%. Um, and and he's, a, he's a guy that slides really, really well, the big ragu. So... Mm. Um, I can see I can see them running a lot of Bobby Portis at center and um, probably getting Maybe another one Giannis of those filler guys. Too. Yeah, another one of those filler guys, one of those three and D guys. I mean, speaking of Andre Roberson, even if he if he comes back, um, someone like that, very three and yeah. D that that will give you yeah. just a PJ Light. Um, you know, mm. the, the the NBA is always signing people left, right, and center. I think, so. I think it's hard to replace, but you can replace it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What do you reckon? I think similar. I mean, I have the. I can see them making the finals again. I think it's going to be hard going through Brooklyn. I think mm. Brooklyn are by far the favourite in the East, especially if they come back and stay healthy. But I, mm. I think the the Bucks are the second favourite. So I can't mm. see why they can't if if they can manage to upset that and if they can find a good small ball lineup there that kind of works. Mm. I think they could easily make it and kind of force Brooklyn to maybe go small. 
Yep. Yeah. Which they probably want to do anyway, but you know, that there's no real centers in the East besides Joel that you really have to worry out for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I think there's a lot more system teams out there. Yeah. Um, but you're right. There's, there's, there's not, a, there's not that many centers you really got to worry about. All right. Well, that's the questions. That's it for this week. It's a long um, one today, bro. We only, had, we, we only had two yeah, games. Yeah, we're going very long. Um, if um, if we didn't get to your question this week, I'm sorry. We will get to it next week. Um, but, yeah, um, thank you for joining us for question time. Thank you for joining us for the podcast. Um, like where you can like, five star where you can five star. Follow us at Fifth and Dribble on Twitter, on Instagram, on Anchor, all of that stuff. Um if you've got, you know, feedback or questions, slide into the DMs. We'll, we'll you know, we're pretty good at responding. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Anything for you, my friend? No, I'm pretty good. I'm just looking forward to a great weekend of football and uh, getting ready for the NBA season, mate. Yeah, let's hope that football lives up to this weekend as it did last mate, weekend. I hope so. Last week was a cracking week. Let's hope the two games. It's going to feel weird on a Sunday not watching it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But it's going to be our life soon, man. The next Sunday game is the grand final, then that's it. Yeah, we're getting to that point of the season, aren't we? We are, we are. Missing it already. Mm. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for tuning in, and uh, we will see you next Tuesday. See you then. I'll catch you then. <laughs>